With us right now, Alessandro Bogliari. You are the co-founder and CEO of the Influencer Marketing Factory, found on the web at theinfluencermarketingfactory.com. Alessandro, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So this has been an exciting space for you to be in. Um, and, uh, you know, as an influencer agency, getting on three years now, um, and um, you do a lot of work with influencers on Instagram and TikTok uh, and YouTubers. Uh, so what have you seen happening? By the way, I should point this out too. You have worked with some huge brands, basically the biggest of the big. I'll name a few and we're going to play the, have you heard of this brand drinking game? And then for our listeners, you're welcome to play along. Uh, and uh, you are soon to be passed out because you've worked with Google, United Healthcare Group, Duncan, Universal, Amazon, Warner Music, Sony Music, Snapchat themselves, Bud Light, Hilton, Bumble. I mean, I could go on and on and on. This is quite a who's who list of clients. Uh, so Alessandro, why are they coming to you? Yeah, they're coming to, to our agency because we have been one of the first uh, agency when we started offering TikTok influencer marketing. You know, it was like uh, a lot of people were, I still remember three years ago when TikTok was still, you know, transitioning from musically uh, to TikTok, you know, a lot of people said, it's just a kid's app, don't even bother. But we just started our agency, you know, it was uh, me, my co-founder, and, you know, we were like, I was a big fan of Vine and was missing that as an app. You yeah. Know? Five seconds, six seconds, super short um, forms videos. When I saw this compilation of TikTok on YouTube, it was a different environment, a bit more, uh, let's say different than now, but I saw a big opportunity, mostly because also Instagram organic reach was going down and TikTok was giving the opportunity to everyone to shine. So we said, you know what, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's really focus on that. And we got with our landing pages, SEO, and all these big brands started looking at those keywords and they found us and we were the one of the only like few agencies offering that. So that's competition really prepared in that industry. And they were that happy then after a while, you know, word of mouth. And we got also all those other names. Yeah. So, you know, I love that. That's first mover advantage. And by the way, anytime anyone says, oh, that's just a kid's thing. Yeah. <laughs> Now that's that should be uh, huge. But should say should say huge opportunity. And of course, TikTok has been an enormous opportunity for you guys, and it's been an enormous opportunity for these brands. What kind of influencer work is being done on TikTok uh, compared to other platforms in terms of like um, uh, effectiveness? Yeah, no, definitely. One of the things that I say all the time, I'd say that I mean, like there are like so many benefits and differences right in using tiktok but uh, if i had to really like look for the maybe the, the biggest in my opinion it is how the concept of tiktok works if we compare that to let's say instagram right you post one content that goes to many people right one too many but after a few hours you know after 34 hours for a story and feed no one really look at feeds anymore so mm -hmm. you have like a really time frame that is limit but on tiktok it is what i call like one too many too many you create a content that goes to many people even if you have like a small following right you can have ten thousand followers and still get in front of 10 millions of people on the for your page and these 10 millions of people are going to watch your videos and they can do a duet they can stitch it they can remix your audio they can make a meme out of it like opportunities are infinite scale is the limit so the one too many too many uh, helps uh, even smaller creators to get in front of uh, 
thousand, if not millions of people. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just viral effect and domino effect of, of content. So that's, I'd say, you know, actually why TikTok is getting that, you know, like crazy effect, because again, you start small and you get big in like overnight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's truly incredible. What, can, and I'm curious about your perspective on this. Why do you think it is that TikTok has, has exploded as quickly as it has over, you know, and, and really catching up with, and in some cases was certainly surpassing Snapchat. Uh, but you know, what is it about the platform itself that, that, that makes it so uh, sticky and, 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 yeah. and so viral? Yeah. I'd say a couple of things. One, the I mean, the algorithm and the for you page, it's net, it's like not network based like other uh, like social media again like Instagram, but it's content based, right? If uh, I download the app, I don't even like before. Now it's changed, but at the beginning you didn't need an, like uh, even need that uh, uh, to sign up, right? You can you could like easily just check videos and based on your behavior, if the system so that you actually liked. Uh, five videos of sports, you know, then it's like, hey, hey, let's propose, like, you know, let's show you other sports. So I know that the retention of the user is going to be higher. Mm -hmm. So first of all, the type of content that I want to see, so content-based more than network-based. And secondly, the community. The community on TikTok, it's, uh, uh, I, in my opinion, it's fantastic. It's uh, inclusive. It's, uh, it's open, uh, less hate towards people. And also there is uh, a lot of layers of conversation in certain mm. on TikTok, there are like references to movies, songs, uh, um, uh, anything, like, really like anything. So sometimes, in my opinion, sometimes on maybe on Instagram, you can still see these uh, bland type of conversations, just emotional reactions. While on TikTok, you can e even have conversation with people, open up to, you know, um, something that it's not just fun. Like the majority of the times I read comments uh, as everyone like on TikTok while mm -hmm. watching the video. So you watch the first time the video, and then maybe in the background, background it goes like three, four, five times. Uh, and in the meantime, you're like reading the comments because you want to yeah. be more about the community. So that, that's a big differentiation, let's say. That's why it's scaling so fast. Yeah. So for brands that want that visibility uh, in front of those eyeballs, um, how does a brand choose an influencer to work with? Because I, I think we're, we're all, you know, er everyone's a little sensitive to, well, listen, this person wants to charge me $20,000. Is it going to work? Am I going to, am I going to ROI that? Like, how does the math work on engaging with influencers? Yeah, good question. I'd say that uh, on the country of other social media where maybe metrics are a bit more important, as I said before, you can easily have 10,000 followers and still get on the For You page and your video can be seen by 20 millions of people. So no. you can easily bet on people with a less following but are going more times on the For You page. So it's like it's like the stock market, right? Like if you know your stock that is going to maybe do better, you can buy it uh, at, uh, at a price that is going to be lower and then everyone else is going to follow you, right? When it's going to go up. The same is like for TikTokers. If you do your research, you can find golden nuggets of like TikTokers that are going to ask you maybe $1,000. And then maybe if you have like the right relationship with them and you're lucky, and lucky enough and everything, you maybe you can get 10 millions of views, but you pay 1K. And the same person maybe in three months is going to ask you 10K. But if you work with them in the past, you can have that relationship. So again, it's a bit difficult sometimes to predict because uh, we saw videos sometimes doing a crazy amount of views that we were not expecting. And some other times, maybe we put a lot of time in something and got maybe a third of the views. Like so many 
different ways to calculate things, but I'd say all in all, metrics and demographics are important for sure, but I will look into more about how many times the TikToker went on the For You page, uh, previous campaigns, uh, yeah. tone of voice, uh, uh, touch and feel in terms of like style of the person. So yeah. go a bit more human where possible, uh, you know, and, and also that is definitely important, but I would, I would combine together qualitative and quantitative data to get the best out of a TikTok campaign. Yeah. Um, so is there, uh, is there a way to look at analytics or metrics? I mean, how, how do we know uh, that it, this engagement is real, for example? Yeah, no, definitely. So I'd say that, uh, um, you know, the, the, the fake problem that you can have on other social media, I think that TikTok is doing a great job in uh, trying to remove uh, bots and fake news mm-hmm. and things like that. Also, because to be honest, like on TikTok, it's not that easy to trick as in any other platform. So mm. you cannot just buy cheap views and get viral. It doesn't work like that. Again, the community has to show right to the system that you actually love the content based on how many loops you do, if you really share to the others. There are like so many factors, you know, to, to count in. But um, there are, of course, platforms that use third parties, like, you know, APIs, uh, also because TikTok has a limited API. I don't want to get too much too, too technical here, but just to yeah. say that there are different ways and there is also an official one. TikTok has a creator marketplace where you can uh, uh, sign up. I do not remember now if they accept everyone or just brands and agencies. So not like individuals, but still you can go there and you can select uh, depending like categories and, uh, uh, and um, geolocation and age groups. Uh, some of these like different metrics. You can easily select those. You can click on each um, of these TikTokers and having a full breakdown of demographics, engagement rate, uh, videos that went uh, very well in the past, and even I think sponsored posts. So you can have an idea of how these TikTokers are doing promotional posts because there are like different ways, right? I mean, sometimes uh, cold advertisers that do not work on TikTok at all. So, you know, the ones with like, you know, something a bit more funny, entertaining, informative, authentic, they are the ones that work the best. So you want to check some videos before of, of yeah. those TikTokers to have a sense at least of like, okay, this is what they have done in the past. Maybe we can do the same also for our own brand. Yeah. It, let's say that a brand has, okay, well, we have $10,000. We would like to experiment with influencer mark. We feel like we have a good consumer-based product that think it's good, you know, um, there's good potential here. Um, would it be better to divvy that up amongst, I mean, I hope, I hope you're going to say yes. <laughs> would it be better to divvy that up among a bunch of smaller micro influencers or should we bet it all on black? <laughs> oh yeah. Never better. Never all your eggs in the past. Like, yes. Right. Crap, right. I was never. hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> never, never. So what we usually do as an agency, we, of course it depends what the client wants. Sometimes they want the big ones. And of course the clients choose, we always try to educate. So for us as an agency, it's never like we sell you this and that's it. We always educate you on why and the reason, you know, uh, but uh, we usually do a mix. So a bit smaller, some medium and maybe a big one if the, if the budget allows that. In that case, you usually go with the big mostly for brand awareness and having usually more opportunity to, I don't say to go on the For You page, but at least to get that average views that they usually do. The medium that helps to be like in that, again, like, you know, that sort of limbo where you can, definitely get more. And then on the smaller ones, I'd say that, um, you know, it's more like a sort of bid. So if on Instagram, it would go a bit more like a micro because it can pay different and get usually to the same people based on the organic reach. So doing the typical funnel and no more or less. 
on TikTok, it's like more, I diversified the fridge, like my, my sort of portfolio of influencers to get more opportunity to go to the For You page. So again, especially if you're like at the beginning and you want to test things, one big mistake is like, hey, I'm going to go with the big one. It's yeah. 10K, it's all, all I have. Let's go on that. <laughs> you know, big mistake. If you do that and that yeah. video for any reason gets uh, shadow banned, it doesn't go well you wasted 10k you know Oof. and uh, uh, unless like you know, you you like you you know that person 100 but again many mm. things could happen so definitely diversify as you would do for any other i'd say social media for sure yeah i like that that's good advice that's good advice um so in terms of the future, Alessandro, where, where do you see things headed? Um, because obviously, you know, TikTok has gotten a lot of attention. You've got, you know, Instagram and others that are, you're trying to emulate that that TikTok feel. Um, you've got other, you know, things that, that you know, I, I think what's nice about partnering with someone like you is you're you're constantly watching for this, but I'm curious what where, where you think the future is headed for, number one, in particular, influencer marketing. Um, and, and my question is, uh, you know, is there has been, and we've seen this, right, compared to the old days of influencer marketing, there's been a bit of a shakeout. Like brands are much more sophisticated now. Back in the day, um, I think there was a lot of stupid money spent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brands and agencies oh, yeah. are far more sophisticated, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, just showing up and being an overnight influencer. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not that it doesn't happen, but usually... Again, it's um, this. This is just, this is getting to be a very sophisticated business. Yeah, no, definitely, you're totally right. I mean, now clients are more educated when it comes to uh, metrics, terminology, uh, processes, and everything. You know, so definitely for sure they expect more as they should. Of course, right now it's it's the time to having metrics talk for themselves. But when it comes to not just TikTok, but everything. I'm, I'm closely following all the time what is happening in the Asian markets because they're like so far, like, you know, uh, like they are like usually two years, I'd say, uh, like, you know, uh, in time, then, then you know, that, you know, two, three years later is going to come also to the States and after that to Europe and then after that, like, you know, Latin America and so on. But uh, um, what I'm following closely, it is uh, social commerce. So the possibility to sell in-app. So mm. a lot of people I still have this uh, misconception of what it is. That is not like social shopping. With social commerce, I mean that you finalize the process of buying an item in the app. At this moment, you can do that with Instagram shops and Facebooks, but also others are coming. So TikTok is definitely working on that. Pinterest is working on that. Snap is working on that. Everyone is going that direction because because of the pandemic, people understood how easy it is to buy online even more, right? There was a big spike, right, of that. So people now, they know that they can use promo codes from influencers or from the brands, like, you know, on the on the, on the the e-commerce. So as you would do on the, on the e-commerce, but it's, it's a bit, it's not that smooth, right? If you go on, let's say, Instagram or TikTok, you go there, you have to buy on the link, you go redirected to a third-party website that is into an embedded browser in Instagram. You have to put your information again. Every click that you have to do more, it's uh, in the final process, right? It is uh, problematic because then it's more abandonment, uh, you know, cart abandonment rates and so on. So the social commerce is going in a direction where you want actually to have the person inside an app from step uh, one to the final one of the purchase, everything inside the app. So Social commerce is definitely a big one in the influencer marketing. I can see Mm. that coming. And the other one is uh, live streaming. Again, Pinterest, Facebook, everyone is now going into the live streaming. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, they want to sell in that moment and having this urgency. So if I am, let's say, a beauty influencer and I say during the live streaming that you have only 10 minutes to buy these, it reminds me like QVC and all the other like, you know, old school type of like, you know, TV where you had to call in that moment, try to get your bonus uh, knives or whatever, you know, to get it for an extra like, you know, price or something is the same now with live streaming. In Asia is working a lot and people like you, you have like millions of people all together. We are not seeing that in the, in the States yet. You can have maybe some thousand of people all together, that's mm-hmm. it. but it's definitely growing. There is interest. So long story short, social commerce, live streaming, every social media is going in that direction. So for the next one, two years, up to five, I think that is going to be the future. Yeah, yeah. Alessandro Berliari, uh, your website uh, is theinfluencermarketingfactory.com. Who's a great client for you and, and what, should they, what should they do when they go to your website? Yeah, what, I, what we suggest all the time is that take a look at, you know, some of the case studies that, by the way, we also have to update. We're like so, so others to, to add, you know, it's one of those priorities that you always, always you know, like, you know, yes. postpone. But uh, no, they, they, they should definitely look into, first of all, like the work that we have done. So to understand the type of uh, like uh, campaigns that are not maybe the typical ones that you can usually see on other social media, especially when we talk about TikTok. Taking a look at our team, we're pr- proudly from all over the world. So also in terms of cultures and having different perspectives in marketing, that in my opinion helps a lot. I'm, I'm from originally from Italy, living and working in the States uh, with a lot of people here and also in Europe. That helps because when you want to get in on TikTok and other social media, it helps having different minds, you know, all together. So works, uh, our team, past clients, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, we have like, you know, everything in place there and all the time, if they have other questions, we have the contact us, happy to get back to them, you know, like if, if they want to start their first campaign or maybe test something new. That's great. And uh, what types of products or like what size company? Uh, so, um, we, in terms of industries, we really accept uh, almost anything because we work with apps, uh, beauty, fashion, um, toys, retail, like really like uh, food and bev. Many of them, in terms of geolocations, we mostly accept from all over the world. We have worked with like, you know, uh, not just US, but Europe, and then a lot of also Asia, Australia, like so many countries. And uh, in terms of budgets, it really depends. Uh, we, as a sort of like, you know, our internal policy, we do not accept anything that is below $10,000, $15,000 as a starting budget, mostly because mm-hmm. it's really difficult in our opinion nowadays. Oh, yeah. And you, you can go through with like maybe other smaller agencies sometimes, or my big, big, biggest advice, and I know that goes against us, but do your own test with smaller budget before going with an agency, because you're going to just pay more because of commissions, because of fees, because of right. management, you know? So at the beginning for smaller budgets, go by yourself, do your test. And when you're ready to scale, then you can commit with an agency. I love it. All right, Alessandro, again, your website is theinfluencermarketingfactory.com. Alessandro, this has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Josh.